All right, everybody, listen up. It's Veterans Day. First and foremost, I want to very personally wish you a very special Veterans Day from the show, from myself. I can't thank you guys enough for your service. It really does mean a lot to me. Yes, I served as well, but you don't know how much it means that you still made that decision within your life as well. So moving forward, I wanted to give you guys something special today. It's Veterans Day. This is the Veteran Growth Podcast. So I put a lot of effort into today's episode. I really wanted to develop the show kind of by this time I had a goal, you know, and so it's sort of a blessing. The hard work is paying off. I just partnered up with Life Flip Media this weekend, had a wonderful two hour long conversation with their CEO. Eric is a great guy. I cannot, I just cannot wait to bring what's to come to you guys and to your ears, to the web to the veteran community. It's going to be insane. It's going to be awesome. And I can't wait. Right now we got episode eight. Like I said, it's a Veterans Day special episode. I'm going to be chatting with Robbie Fusco. If you guys don't know who that is. You can search Robbie Fusco online, on Instagram, on Facebook. You'll find him. Robbie is an Air Force veteran. He was supporting a special operations support unit while he was in. He also did some contracting work. He did a pretty rigorous 12-month deployment in Afghanistan. Right now, he is a full-time student using his GI Bill, but he's also a personal trainer, a coach, and a fitness model. And the reason I'm really excited about this episode is Robbie and I have had the pleasure of speaking a couple times. A lot of our ideals sort of line up perfectly. Um, the things that he wants to do to better this community and to help others is just phenomenal. And when you when you get to listening to him, you'll realize that he has a lot of good things that he can he can really put into our heads. And so that's why I wanted to come to you on a more personal level before this episode. I really want you guys to listen to this episode. I want you to listen up. I want you to share this with somebody that you know that's having rough times getting, you know, transitioning, getting back, you know, into the civilian world or just whatever the case is, you guys know the drill but really start to take these influencers that I bring on the show and really take what they have to say and apply it somewhere within the community. If it's not within yourself, make sure you're tagging people, sharing it. Uh, it's not really going to do any good to have these incredible people come on the show and, and not get anybody to where they can hear it. And besides that, I want you to take a personal check on what Robbie is going to have for us too, because he even wrote to me, he said, this podcast, I think, is very important, especially for the veteran community. I didn't realize until I returned from Afghanistan how hard it was to come back. He said, I think that's why the connection within our community is so important just to keep us going. Some vets come home with no one and nothing to rely on. So I feel it's important to help, help each other stay active. And also, too, I said he was featured in uh, Men's Health and Train magazine. I might not have said that, but he is. And he is very into like pushing your body, pushing your mind to really crazy limits when you're physically engaged. And so I'm going to ask him a lot about the results of that and what he thinks about that. So he's working on a lot of things. I'm going to let it cut to the intro and to the episode, but I wanted to just really come at you guys and wish you a happy Veterans Day. I really hope everybody and their families is just happy and healthy. And if you don't feel like you are, if you feel like you're in a slump, I would love it if you just reach out to me. I'm here for you. I will listen. I will try to help you based on my life's decisions and failures and experiences 
best I can. And what's beautiful about this show is I'm making so many connections to the point now where if you come ask me about something, if you need some sort of advice or guidance, uh, like they always send the military, if you don't know it, you'll get, you'll get right back to them with an answer. And I kind of have the same thing happening, except I can refer you to somebody. I can give you somebody's number or Instagram page and say, Hey, these guys have been through what you're going through. You know, he or she can help you. And it's a really beautiful thing seeing this network start to build and grow and come together. I cannot wait to get the Veteran Growth Podcast stamped everywhere, slapped on everything. I want content for days, for years to come. It's going to be beautiful. Stick around. Enjoy your Veterans Day. Listen to what Robbie and I are going to chat about. It's going to be fire. This is the Veteran Growth Podcast, an audio experience designed to help you create a sustainable, wealthy, and healthy lifestyle after the military. For Army veteran and host Kyle Hartman, the goal is simple, never stop learning or growing. Whether you are recovering, transitioning, starting a business, or just want to grow mentally and spiritually, we have you covered. Together, this community can accomplish anything. We've already proven it. You can find more at www.veterangrowthpodcast.com. Please enjoy the show. All right, everybody. Episode 8 is live. We're recording. We got Robbie Fusco on the other end. It's Veterans Day. We're recording a Veterans Day special episode because we have some very important things I think we're going to talk about. Robbie, thank you so much for joining us today. Also, thank you for your service and welcome to the show. Thanks, man. It's a pleasure being here and thank all the veterans for their service today, man. It's their day, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. So I want to kind of crack right into things. I already did a little bit of an intro about you and I have your question there pulled up on my tablet and so... I'm kind of thinking about all these different things to talk about this morning, and I'm going through your questions, and I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, and basically, you're doing a lot of wonderful things. You have a lot of incredible plans for the veteran community. You're, you're on a mission to really change lives, and uh, but one thing that really stuck out to me on your questionnaire was the fact that you said you really, really don't like to like brag about your accomplishments, and then it kind of stuck with me, like, maybe... That's what we should focus on right away because with me having this show and with things, you know, in a sense of content on online and things like that, you really always think about, oh, how much stuff is this person doing? Like, how can I pique people's interest in this person? But when, when you kind of said that, like, I don't like to brag about those things, how can we as leaders sort of divert from that to where we're actually giving out value versus just sort of showing off that, hey, we're doing this and this and this. Like, how can we sort of focus on something different to where people still learn our credentials, they learn what we've been through, but at the same time, we're able to help them instead of just showboating all these things we're doing. So it's kind of it's kind of like a double-edged sword, man, because when, when you hit something like a goal and you're successful in, in, in a goal that, that you set out to achieve, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that success is building up, building up, building up. And you've accomplished something, right? So you have the right to show it off. You have the right to show people, hey, look at, look at what I've done. 
you know, and the reason why I don't brag about things like that, and the difference is when I post something on social media, like when I had the centerfold, I didn't post it to brag and show people like, holy shit, look at this. I post it more as like a marketing, more as like I want people to see, hey, this guy wrote this workout up. It's in this magazine. Let me check it out. Let me go buy the magazine. And then by you buying the magazine, you read the magazine. You see other things in the magazine. You might not actually like my workout, but you bought that magazine because I posted that I was in it, right? And Mm -hmm. then you might see something else in it that you could learn from. And you're like, holy shit. You know, like this article really stood out to me because Train Magazine for me, honestly, is a leader of fitness because they talk about so much and it's a double magazine. It's women, it's a, a woman style on one side and yeah. then it's the men's style on the other side. So it's kind of like it gives value to everybody, not just like, hey, men's health is mostly men's and then you have women's health, which is mostly women. This one gives it to everybody. So it's like when people buy it and they see it, whether you're a guy or a girl, you, you have the opportunity to learn something new by purchasing that, you know? Yeah. And the, the reason why I don't like bragging about successful things is because, you know, when I first started, every time I got something major, I would kind of showboat it, you know? And what I learned through that process was you get stuck in that. And when you get stuck in, like, like your success, that's all you're focused on. It's like, holy shit, I'm in a magazine. And you all you do is talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And it becomes old. It becomes stale at a point. And um, the people that get stuck in that never grow because they're they're still living in that success moment where they can't grow anymore because they're just living that moment. You know, you have so many people on the left and right of you that come out of the woodworks from all over the place that are sucking your dick and, and congratulating you and saying, you're the man. And you're like, no, nah, you're the man. And right. you're like, you know what? I am the man. And you get stuck in that, you know? And I don't like doing that because I don't want to ever be stuck. I don't ever want to be stuck and say, I had this centerfold five years ago. Mm-hmm. I want to do something to where continuously it's something new, it's something edgy, it's something people are like, holy shit, he's done it again, you know? And I always want to be in that, that growth process of it's like, he did something new again, he did something new again. And I want people to see that, like, hey, he's not giving up or he's not settling or he's not just saying, oh, I have this one accomplishment, this is who I am. I mean, it's well, not who I am. I, I have a lot of things to be proud of. But none of those things define who I am as a person. I'm still a regular person, a regular ass dude. Yeah. You know, who, who's who's kind of still struggling right now to become somebody in the industry. But I, I am growing at the same time, and I just want people to understand that it's like it is 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 like that success should speak for itself. Don't ever get stuck in bragging and showboating and and, and wanting people to be all over you. You know, just continue to do what you're doing and the followers will line up, man. The people around you, they'll act like they love what you're doing, but they really don't, man. It kind of pisses them off a little bit because they see how successful you're becoming and they're like, holy shit, man, I missed my opportunity or holy shit, man, I knew this guy. I'm glad that I asked that question because it brought up a couple really big things that I wanted to point out is like for the leaders out there, for the influencers, for the people that are running businesses, putting out content, things like that. I love what you said. Like, don't be a showboat artist. Like it's more than that. You need to be giving more value to the people that are following you, getting you to those places. But on the flip side of that too, I think it really is something to consider for people who don't know what they want to do yet in life. And where a lot of, I see a lot of people get stuck for years and years on end sometimes is they'll, 
see these things, these incredible feats. They'll see people that climb a mountain. They'll see people that, you know, just become something incredible. And then they'll instantly think they want that. But then they, they've never looked into that person to see what they did the last five years to get to that point. And so I really thought that was cool because a lot of tendencies I feel like I have on the show, especially trying to promote you guys as my guests, as a, as a young podcast, as somebody that's averaging, I mean, I, I'm blessed with how many people view the, the episodes so far, but it's like, I do a lot to try to promote you guys. So that way people put their eyes onto the shows to listen, to see what you say. And because it's all a kind of like a time is valuable thing for me. So if you're taking time to speak on my show, I got to find a way to make it so that they'll want to check you out. But I think at the same time, it's like, how do we draw that line of, okay, still being humble and reminding people, look, it still takes consistent effort on a, on a given basis. What do you like, what do you recommend for somebody who's not in a published magazine, but still would like to help people on a large scale? What do you, what do you mean? Just like, so, like, uh, so what are, what, what are some ways that you, you think that like, if somebody wants to become an influencer, somebody's trying to help people by the masses, if somebody's wanting to become successful within the community, whether it's within business you know, podcasts, things like that. Like, where do you want, like, where should they start if they're sort of like just in this funk in life? Like, where do they need to start with their habits? What do they need to be doing to be able to become a leader and to become what they want to be? The, the starting point, man, I think is always, um, is always start small, you know? Um, I agree. Don't try to do too much at once or too much too fast. And um, I always say, like, I move I move with the need for speed, you know, like, I'm always fast-paced. But the military has probably put me into that mindset of, you know, I'm doing so many things at once. So it's like, when I'm saying move, move with the need for speed, I'm not saying as fast as possible in one endeavor. I'm saying if you have a plan in which, like, you want to do, say you want to do real estate or you want to do uh, development, you know, because that's... It, it, developmental, like commercial development, is is a huge thing for a community aspect. You know, you're not yeah. publicly speaking to the masses, but still, you're building something. You're you're actually building a community. You know, so it is a large scale type uh, type endeavor. But um, what I mean when I say move with, with the with the need for speed mm-hmm. is I got so many things going on at once. You know, and I'm just trying to grab from all areas and a little bit at a time in each area. Mm-hmm. And you move slow in that process. You move slow with that with that goal. You know, start small, and then um, if you know what you're talking about, if you educate yourself in what you want to do, no matter what it is, if it's fitness, if it's health, if it's wellness, if it's uh, 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 construction, if it's uh, home ownership, yeah, anything. You know, like like uh, do it yourself projects. I love do it yourself projects because you get to learn how to do something. Mm-hmm. And I think that the more you educate yourself. Then whatever it is that you want to motivate people with, whether it's personal speaking, fitness, whatever, like I said, um, the more you know, the more people will listen to you. And that's what it's about. When you become an influencer, what you're trying to do is have people listen to you. I know my shit because. Mm -hmm. I know my shit because of trial and error, not because I read it in a book. Anybody could read something in a book, right? But if you apply what you read in that book to a real-life scenario, right, Mm -hmm. and you have failed in that process... Then you know, okay, this worked, this didn't work. I tried this, this worked, this didn't work. And through that process, through that experience, you learn. You know, you read, you started small, you read it in a book, you applied what you learned, you failed, you overcame that failure, you succeeded. Now people are like, holy shit, there's the story. 
That's what I want to listen to. That's who I want to be. That's what I want to do. And yes. then they start to listen to you. They ask questions. They're like, hey, man, how do I do this? Hey, man, how do I do that? And you, you tell them how you did it. And if they choose to do it that way, that's good for them. If they choose to go their own route and grab a little bit of what you did or what you said and use it for themselves, you have now influence. You know, so, I love that. It really breaks it down to the fact that you have to want it and become obsessed with it first within yourself as like you, you truly have to be passionate about what it is you're trying to do. Because like you said, there's going to be so many times where you're going to just trial and error, trial and error. And the first thing, though, I feel like we have to get over is the fear of failing. I think that one of the most I've been trying to shout this out on social media the last two weeks just because of my experiences in trading Forex. I was scared to get into a trade, even though I learned and studied how to do it. And it was just one day I woke up, I, I wrote a schedule. I get up at 4 a.m. every day. I was like, it's happening on Monday. Like we're doing this. And I forced myself into two trades and I lost on both of them. And it was just like, ah, that reminder, like no matter where you are in life, you kind of need that reminder that failure is good as long as you're well equipped for it. And so that's why I didn't want to just jump out. One of the things I've learned in the first few episodes, I just rant and rant and rant about everybody's accolades. And it's like in my head, I'm like, OK, people probably aren't coming to the show to hear about all the shit you've done in your life. They want to hear how you can help them. And so it's like. This being Veterans Day and you being a special guest and this being a big event, I've been putting a lot of effort into this show. So I was like, how can I just off the rip, just bring people instant value and into their own lives? And I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head with what you were saying there. So and also, too. So tell me a little bit about your theories on like high intensity training. Let's get into some of the things that you do to sort of shape your life into what it's becoming. Everything is intense, man. High intensity training is is pretty much gritty. It's grungy. It's gonna be you know it's gonna be vulgar. It's gonna be explicit. It's gonna be it's gonna be everything wrapped up. It's gonna be intensity wrapped up into you know like an hour hour and a half long video uh, of like a movie quality. And I think that that intensity in a workout is important because um, it teaches you how to push yourself, right? So right. for my style, my theory is like. You take CrossFit and you take bodybuilding. If you slam those two together and you make something that, that I call like a, a cross-style bodybuilding, that's what I call my exercise workouts, is cross-style bodybuilding, mm -hmm. which is like it's circuit weightlifting. You know what I'm saying? It's supersets. It's drop sets. It's combining those together and making something new, like super super drop sets, you know? And when you start to develop these things and these theories and, and these scenarios where it's like, okay, I'm going to work muscle group A and muscle group B, but I'm going to work them simultaneously, back to back, no break, no break in between. It's one of the most intense things you could do. And to push yourself through that, to put yourself through that, that physical labor of, of just completely defeating yourself for an hour, you come out a different person. You know, you could go in uh, to a training session and have a miserable day, man. And it's, you know, for clients too, it, it's all different all different scenarios that I've seen. It's all different types of depression that I've seen. You know, it's like a, a cheating or a cheating person or relationship. You know, they come yeah. in all fucked up. Um, or it's, you know, somebody had a bad day at work with their boss. Somebody got fired. You know, all these different things. But when they come in and they kill themselves for an hour, they feel so much better about themselves because whatever happened to them in the real world, within that hour, they were able to fucking unleash everything that was in them, emotionally, mentally, physically, and then they come out a different person. They come out a different person, a, 
you know, uh, uh, somebody that's 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 kind of like, you know, it doesn't even fucking matter what happened today. You know, tomorrow is another day. And uh, that's why I think intensity is important in a workout is because when you start to work out and, and, and do things to your body that are so physically demanding, things in the outside world, man, become so much lighter to carry because you realize what's important and what's not important. What, what fights are worth fighting and what fights aren't worth fighting. You know what I'm saying? And you're able to let things go a lot easier. And it's not just about the physical vanity of looking good um, or the physical labor of exercising to be healthy. It's about a mental change also, man. It's about a mindset change. And when you can start influencing people to change their mindset, uh, mindset it's, it's definitely a lot more powerful in influencing them to use like a metric supplement or to read a book or to take a class, you know? Uh, people have to understand, man, there are fundamentals to working out. There are fundamentals to exercising. And if you do it wrong, right, you will get injured. And once you get injured, that's like what you were saying, the fear of failure. Uh, when you get a serious injury in the gym, there's a fear after that to work out. Like if you throw your back out deadlifting or squatting or whatever it is, you will fear that workout again. You will fear doing that, having that injury again. Yeah. And it's the same concept there is if you don't learn the basic fundamentals, like my content, yes, it's, it's going to be intense. But at the same time, I'm also going to tell you what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Right. How you should position yourself, how you shouldn't position yourself. If you should lock your back, if you should lock your back, if you should drop your hips, if you shouldn't drop your hips. Because in, in those little tweaks, you could get injured. So, I mean... Uh, I'm not going to say start slow, but definitely learn what you're doing before you just go in and start throwing, you know, heavy weight around. You have to understand how anatomy works a little bit. Uh, you know how how your spine attaches to certain uh, to certain muscle groups. You know how certain muscle groups activate when you work out other muscle groups. You know, yeah. So it's um, it's it's definitely you have to have a little bit of knowledge. But don't ever fear just going into the gym and asking for help. People in the help, people in the gym, they want to help you. You know, yeah. um, and I'm not the type of person that's uh, that, that's uh, afraid to reach out for help. You know, I've right. never been that type of person. I've never been the type of person that's afraid to talk to anybody. I'll talk to fucking anybody I want to. And I'll hit up fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger tomorrow on Instagram and ask him a fucking question. He might not answer me back, but I'll still but hit him up. You know, I don't fear that. It's that habit of, yeah, just doing it and getting over that hump of, fuck what happens, I'm going to try this, and listen to what others are saying that have gone before me and are at a certain level that I, I kind of want to be at, you know what I mean? So, basically just not being fearful and not, not worrying so much about, like, that failure in the beginning and just knowing I'm going to be a fucking badass if I can just get over this hump of fear and worry and doubt and just trust in myself enough to make this happen. And then it's like before they even get to that, that being over, it's like they've already experienced what it's going to do for them. So then they, they're like hooked. Like I, I got hooked on going to the gym. And I could have – like before that, I don't know. I never went to the gym. I did PT in the Army. I was fast as shit in the Army. But it's like – I still wasn't going to the gym after work to get bigger and bigger. It was just something that I was like, well, I'm forced to do this, so I'll do it, but that's it. But now it's like, man, I get I get pissy when I don't go to the gym. And so it's really a, a, a huge part of success is, is getting yourself to be willingly able to like work out at least 
you know, fuck, like 30 minutes a day at least or something. Even if you don't go to the gym, take a walk around your block or something. Like, just constantly be, like, actively engaged in, in being physically active. I can assure you it'll give you 10 times more energy. You'll be able to fix some of your other bad habits. Like, things like that will just start to line up for you. I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I think that, like, touching on the last question, man, is, like, how, how could people learn, you know? Yeah. Reach out as questions. But also start with the basics. Like I said, you know, you see somebody doing a bench press, it doesn't look that difficult to do a bench press. Try doing a bench press. Even if it's not a bench press, like you said, even if you're not in the gym, right? Mm-hmm. Go out for a jog, go out for a run early in the morning. See how it fucking feels. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you don't try it and you don't know how it feels, you're just judging somebody else. Like you see these people running on the side of the road early in the morning with the oh, I hate, in the bed. I hate all these Where people out early. Yeah, I'm like, let them live. We had the PT belts, man, the reflective belts. You had to run around the base. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for us, it's a, it's a, it's a habitual habit, you know? Yeah. For other people, they see this. They're like, oh, man, look at this fucking guy. He's running at 4.30 in the morning. Drives me nuts. Bed, you know? Yep, but I hate like, it. You, you, don't, you don't understand. You don't understand how it feels. Like, you, because... Early in the morning, if you if you could wake up at four thirty five o'clock in the morning, you could go for a run, you know, and you could come back in, you jog it back in, you have already accomplished something in your day. You're fit, not even physically active, just actively engaged in your day now. You are just you're ready to go. You know what I'm saying? And for some people, it's like, oh man, he's he's a crazy morning person. He's a crazy this person. You might not be a morning person. You might be a horrible person in the morning. You might not want to get up, but you get up anyway. Because you're not going to let your mind control what you're going to do. You're going to fucking conquer that aspect. You're going to conquer. When your body says, no, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm sleepy. I don't want to get up. It's too cold. It's too hot. It's too this. It's too that. You overcome that. And you just push yourself to, 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 uh, to kind of just overthrow your, your, your body state at that point. And have your mind overtake your body and say, I don't give a fuck if you're tired. Well, and you have... You have to also learn to stop loving the nighttime so much, too, if you're going to start loving the mornings because you can't get your cake and eat it. You have to give your body energy and sleep at some point. And so that's one thing that I learned was I used to be a morning person as a kid. And as I was chasing down, you know, my journey the last couple of years, I was, I was growing and just personally developing and things. I was like, man, my sleep schedule, I know I, I know I used to get up at like five, six o'clock and just be full of energy. And I was like, how do I get that back? And so what I did was literally for like, I still do it now because it's, it's just become habit, but I'm in bed by eight, nine, 10 o'clock most nights. Uh, sometimes on the weekend I'll stay up really late, but I'm still up at 4am every day. And just the amount of life I have in the mornings and just, you know, now I can't stand being around people that sleep in until eight, nine, 10 o'clock because I've already been up half my day. So it's like, you know, and then you really just have to take it into your 24 hour days and then you have to take it into your weeks and really prioritize like, okay, I know I want to go to the gym, but if you don't do anything leading up to the day you're supposed to go to the gym, you're not going to prepare yourself mentally enough to make it happen. And you have to really start with the basics like Robbie said. <laughs> and by the way, it's, it's, it's Fusco, not Fusco for anybody that heard me say Fusco. This is Robbie Fusco. Sorry about that. It's all right. Yeah, man, it's like studying for the exam, man. You know, and that's, I love that analogy to clients. It's like, because it's such a basic analogy where it's, you know, or a basic metaphor, whatever you want to call it, where it's like, if you don't study for the test and you go in and take the test, yeah, you might do all right. You might have paid attention in class. You might be able to, to skate by with a C or a B, 
maybe even an A if mm-hmm. you're that good of a student, if you're that smart. But even if you don't study, you don't put the hard labor into it, man, you're not going to get 100. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You have to study to get 100 because if you don't study, you're not going to be able to retain every information that's on that exam. But you have to study for the exam in order to do well on it. Um, Unless you're like one of these super geniuses, yeah. But, um, <laughs> I, I I love I love studying or reading or um, or growing anyway because it's just it's a process of something. It's relaxing to me where it's like okay, you know, let's take you know it, it, it's like I I, I understand it, but like, how do we? That's what I I I think that's going to be my constant mission on this show is trying to figure out how. How you get people who sort of don't understand those things in life? How do you get them to understand? I guess there's only, you know, you just encourage the things that you've done in life, the things that you've experienced. I One thing I like to do is sort of turn the mirror on myself. A lot of the times, like when I did my interview with Mike on his podcast, uh, Mike, by the way, Transitions from War, Mike Ergo has a very, very good way of interviewing. Like he really knows how to get to these really good, healthy places. And so on his podcast, I just let go. I, I admitted all of my biggest, darkest things that I've done in a, in a grand scheme of things. But why I did that, though, was because I realized the just like you have to sort of put that that spotlight on all the things you failed at, because then that that's going to eventually allow you to become fearless of failure. And it's going to allow you to just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I am going to go try that bench press. And I don't care what anyone in here thinks. But I'm doing this because I know what I'm going to become, you know, and after a year of trying and trying and trying or, you know, just whatever. So also, too, I just, this is totally, totally off record, off topic. Have you ever been told that you sound like Mark Wahlberg? No. Well, you kind of do when you when you get on a rant. I'm going to you're going to hear it when you hear when you hear the episode. You're going to be like, damn, I kind of do. I don't know. I hear things like that now that I record. It's just from podcasting. I, I just hear everything kind of so. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah man, the, the, the fear of failure, man. I mean, failure is, it's important. It's more important than success, man. You don't learn anything from success. Like I said, that's why I don't brag about it, you know, because you don't learn anything from success. When you are successful, when you accomplish something, right? Like I said before, everybody around you is like, dude, that's fucking awesome, man. You're the man. You're the man. I'm going to suck your dick. I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah. Let's go out. Let's do this party. They want to be your best friend. Yeah. It's not even they want to be your best friend, man. It's just, it gets old because it's like, you know that you're still going through a process and you have one successful moment. And because I don't look at the success as the defining moment of my life, yep. I look at it as the growing process. Yeah, the stepping stone, I hit a goal, okay, let's reach another one. But, you know, touching back, they don't realize the failures you went through to get that, you right. know? And you learn so much in that process from failing, you know? Like, yes. when I... When, when, dude, when I first started with the with uh, the magazines, whatever, I reached out to so many magazines. I mean, dude, if, dude, if there's a fucking magazine in the industry, man, I found something to email and I fucking emailed them, right? Because I wanted it that bad because I was like, this is who I am, you know, and this is what I want to do. And, you know, I'm going to take the shot, you know, because yeah. and I, t- I, I tell that also, man, it's like. Where, you know, because Mike, I, 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 when I talked to Mike, we were talking about like Long Island, how I grew up in. I tell people all the time, I don't play fucking games, man. And mm. I told Mike the same thing. Everybody wants to play a game with you, man. Whether it's a girl with a relationship, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, social media, or whether it's even the magazine. They, they want to play fucking games. 
We want to play like a cat and mouse game with you. And I'll play that shit, man. I am a straight shooter. I tell you how it is. I've always been that way. I will tell you exactly how I feel in the moment, why I feel that way, and what I'm going to fucking do about it. Yeah. And I, I, I think for, for people that play these games that want to go back and forth and tip for tat, um, you know, it's a negative asset, man. And when you have those negative assets, you just have to cut it out. So even with the magazines, if I'm going back and forth to the magazine, like they're like, oh, we want this or we want this or... You know, like um, like when, when the magazine's getting worked up, man, you have to put your say in there because it's your image that they're putting in there. So you should have some say of how they're going to throw you into that magazine. And when they start doing whatever the fuck they want with you with your content, you you have the right to be like, no, that's not what I want. You know, that's not what I want at all. And if they start playing that that game with you, just be like, fuck it, you can't post my picture, man. I don't even want to be in your magazine. Yeah. You know what? I'll find another magazine to go into. Same thing with a girl, man, with a relationship. If you're going back and forth with this shit, man, if you're in some type of negative, toxic relationship where you're going back and forth with this bullshit of like, hey, I texted you today, you texted me two days later, and it, it, it's kind of bringing you down and it makes you feel like shit. And then they, they put you down. <laughs> it is a negative asset and it's just, you just, yeah. you cut it out, man. Cut that shit out. I will block you. I will fucking, I will, I will never, I will never speak to you again. I will, you are free. I will just cut you out of my life completely. That can, um... Never talk to you again. And that's just, it, it might be egotistical, and that and might sound narcissistic, but, or, um, or arrogant, but it's the way it has to be. It's the mentality that you have to have, because if you start letting these negative assets in, man, to pull you down, it's going to fuck with you, and it's going to fuck you up in the long run, and you have to cut it out as, yeah. as fast as possible. You know, you, you really do, and it goes for anything, man, for work, Work environment, a boss, you know, family, anything, content-wise, so, uh, supplement company, branding company, marketing companies, whatever it is, man, you have to realize right off the bat this shit is not going to fucking work and get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And um, and you know, it's a, it's a it's a curse and it's a blessing to be able to do that, especially when it comes to, to, to I guess human interaction. Yeah. But um. Well, and I think that the physical activity and that high intensity training on the bo the body and the mind, those are all things that contribute to your ability to get rid of those toxic things. Because, you know, normal like normally, if you're not going to the gym, if you're not working on your personal growth and development, you're sitting around consuming other people's bullshit all day long. So in reality, you're working your job, you're going home, you're doing your routine, but you're not ever like really growing or progressing or failing or learning. You're just soaking up what everyone else's bullshit is, no matter what it is. It could be whatever they want to talk about that day. It could be whatever you saw on their pages. It's just, you're never really diving into yourself and your growth personally, but it's like when you start transitioning to forcing yourself to the gym, forcing yourself to run and train for like hard marathons or, you know, just forcing yourself into these new things that you know you want to try to pursue in life, man, I think that's like, that's the bread and butter is it really kind of comes hand in hand. It's like you have to start doing the habitual, consistent routine things, but you also have to start like rebuilding your entire scope of confidence that you thought you had because it's going to change drastically because like you said, you have to become very cut and drive like, okay, they're not real. They're not genuine. They're not really hustling like they say they are. Like, boop, sorry. You just think you became a follower and a fan. If you ever get into a pinch, I will help you if you reach out. But if, like, you're not offering me any sort of value and if you're not requesting my services or my help and you're just not – it's just not – like, there's six 
some million people in the world, like I don't, we don't have to be friends, or you know, we don't have to socialize. We just go to the bar or whatever. Like it's it's one hundred percent true, man. I, and that's the thing too is when you, is when you flip it, when you flip the looking at these things in a negative aspect, when you flip that and start looking at them in a positive aspect, that's yeah. where that's where things become. I don't want to say easier, but it becomes a lot smoother to accomplish mm-hmm. things. When you can, when you can take something that's fucking negative and just flip it and be like, you know what? No, it's not negative. It's positive. And, and you do that with failure. When you're able to fail and yep. look at that failure as something positive and, and shrug it off and be like, well, all right, well, we'll try again next week. And that didn't work. So mm-hmm. uh, we're, we'll change it up a little bit, you know, and you're able to flip it into something positive. That's it. And you've won. You have won the battle at that point because it's now anything that anybody says Right, the opinions of everybody else around you, like you said, like you know, taking the leap of faith and just going and doing the bench press, and you don't care what anybody else says around you. It has to be that way. What's that? When you start becoming successful, like when people listen to this podcast, or when people, you know, see what I'm doing on social media, or you know, like I said before, man, it angers them. It makes them. It makes them upset. Talk shit. People are gonna talk shit. It's what the world is. Because they're upset now that you're doing something that they're like, holy shit, man, this guy said he was going to do it and he's actually doing it and he's becoming successful at doing it. And it pisses them off, man, because they might have had something they wanted to do. Maybe they wanted to be, you know, a fucking professional sports player. Maybe they wanted to be a fucking stock car driver. Maybe they wanted to be a fucking, Mm. uh, you know, like like a Navy SEAL or something. And they gave up in their process, and now they're looking in from the outside on you, yep. and they're seeing you do something like this. They hate that shit, man. Even friends, friends, and some family, man. You know what? I, those negative assets. Those I, negative assets. If you can flip them into positive and look at it as like instead of them talking shit and getting offended, and you look at them talking shit and you give them respect. Yeah. And you're respectful to them because you're like, holy shit, man. Well, I must be doing something right because you're hating on me. And I have never, I, I don't even know who the fuck you are, man. <laughs> so it's, working, it's working for me. It, 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 it's a beautiful thing, man. It, it really is because you have now, you have now pretty much taken somebody that had you in the check position and you have checkmated them yeah. into a position of submission, man. And it's just like their minds are fucking blown. Where they're just like, wow, I hated on this guy so much, and he just flipped the whole thing around on me. And yeah. I love doing it, man. It, it's a great thing. But when you can start doing that and you figure out how to do that, you will start to move so much smoother, man. Because mm-hmm. you you could walk into a room with ten people, and eight people could be talking shit, and one person could be your friend, and you won't care about anything else besides that one fucking person, man. And you'll hear it. You'll yep. hear them talking shit about you, but you won't but care. You just don't care. It's not your Shut focus, right? Exactly, and. That's what I was getting to, too. <clears throat> Sorry to keep, like, interrupting you when you talk. I just, I, like, get excited at the things you're saying, so I want to, like, like really blast back. But so there's two things I was going to say. Is, a, I, I found something online that really stuck with me and said that people will forgive you for anything before they forgive you for being successful. And I want to just say that that's so fucking true, it's not even funny. And second to that is everybody knows that little infamous meme with the lion that says the lion never... What's it? The lion never um, bothers itself with the with the worries of the sheep or the likes of the sheep or something like that. And I think those two go two and two together. Like, I think that you have to once you start to sense yourself gravitating away from negative energy. Because
because every day, every millisecond of your life, you have a constant decision to think negatively or positively, like you said, about a situation. So whenever you finally get to a point in your life where you start to gravel, gravitate from all the bullshit, you start to, like he said, you start to stop caring about those eight people and you start really caring about those two that are genuine or that one. And then that's it, it correlates in business. It correlates o- over on anything because then it's like you're all of your energy is being put onto not only yourself, but the, the things that are going to help you truly grow and find fulfillment and happiness in life. It's like if you just choose to say fuck anything negative and it's like we're not saying you have to be a dick to people that aren't supporting you to the fullest. It's just the people that are bringing you down, the people that are toxic for you, the situations that you know you know, when you're bat- when your brain's battling your heart, like when you, when you know that you're in a situation that's not progressing your success, that's who we're like, that's the situation we're really trying to talk about. But man, I, um, absolutely, man. I, I think too, what, what's important with that, right. Mm-hmm. Is the network that you build, right? right. So once you start becoming successful or not even becoming successful, once you start doing something, right, and you know it's what you want to do, and you start networking because it's all about networking in the business world, and you're able to really choose the people you want to grow with, right? And when I say grow with, I mean that person, they could be negative at first, but if you could help them, right, and you can help them succeed or change their mindset, right, yes. and become a positive person, you guys are now growing together, right? And I love meeting people that I could grow with, not just for my business sake, but for but for them also, like coming onto your podcast, it's good because people now are going to see like my website, it's, it's good marketing, advertising, good strategy, whatever. But at the same time, it's great for you because now you have another voice on your podcast that you're trying to grow. Right. You know, so right here, we're growing together in this situation. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to just tell people to find people like that in their lives, right? Don't find a person like that where you grow with, you grow with for a second period of time. Right. And then once, you know, uh, say something goes wrong. Right. And, and it, it, it's cut. It's cut astray for a little bit. Yeah. Right. Don't revert back. Don't ever go backwards and have to start all over again because it's never going to be the same. Right. So you have to find somebody you can continuously grow with every single fucking day of your life. You know, whether it's yeah. a relationship, whether it's a business partner, whether it's anything. I don't want a business partner that wants to be stagnant. I don't want a business partner that's going to go behind my back and fucking steal some money. Mm-hmm. I want somebody that's going to be there with me 100% that likes my ideas, that, that I like their ideas, and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth we go, continuously growing every day to where we have something huge, you know? Like yeah. Metrics now as a, as a sponsor, the thing I love about Metrics is I use their product. I actually use their product, so I actually believe in their product. But with metrics, it's like if I throw out an idea, they're welcome to it. They want the ideas, Good. right? And if they throw me out an idea, I'm I'm welcome to that also because I love hearing ideas also. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you should do this or you should do this. You should think about this. And I love that. I love that fucking positivism. I love that type of energy to where like you have now found a a a, a co partner to where you're just both of you are gonna fucking propel. Yeah. To something so much bigger, you know? Right. Um, but that's what I want people to realize, man, is don't ever get stuck in this toxic situation. Don't ever get stuck where you feel as if you have to be in this, mm-hmm. right? I don't give a fuck if it's a family member, if it's a, 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 if it's a husband or a wife or, or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a fucking business partner. Give a fuck who it is, man. It's not worth the next 30, 40, 50 years of your life. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, and it's like, it, it, it's like when, when somebody shows you their true colors, 
right? Right. I, you you already know. Yep. That, that that's that's who they are. They have done that. That's that's who you know. That, that's who they are. Yep. So if you're looking at something and being like, you know what? I'm just gonna stay because it's easy for me. It's easy. Uh, everything you know. People are so upset, man. To fucking this is what I I get caught on like on like words. So like I'll find like a word, and then for like a couple of weeks. You know, I'll kind of incorporate that word into like, into uh, 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 kind of like scripted ideas that I have for content or something. Yeah. And like the best word I have is caution, man. Because I got stuck on the word caution because somebody had, had said something like, like, uh, like don't cross the caution tape or something. And I was like, fuck that, man, the caution tape. What the fuck does that even mean? People are so, so uh, uh, afraid, right? The right. Fear. Again, the fear aspect, afraid to destroy some delicate framework that they have, some delicate fucking idea that's built, there's some delicate relationship that, that's fragile, that's what they're walking on eggshells. So afraid to fucking burn that bitch to the ground to create something so much better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they're caution. They're going into something with this cautionary idea of, you know, uh, uh, proceed slowly, proceed with, with, with caution. That, that they're afraid to, to, to look outside that. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying caution, Saying no, motherfucker. This is me. Welcome. Yeah. Here it is. It should be welcome tape, man. That fucking caution tape should be welcome tape. Like here I am, motherfucker. Here, this is how it's gonna go. Right. You know. And I hate the people that are afraid, afraid to destroy something, right? To knowing they could build something so much better, you know. And it's great that we do this on Veterans Day, man. Because yeah. It's the nine. It's the nine eleven idea. I was thinking about this last night. Is like, you know, for us, we all willingly join the service. Right, there's no more fucking draft. Yeah. Unless you got in trouble with like criminal charges and the judge gave you uh you know, they'll ban them, either you're going into the army or, or jail. jail. Yeah. You know, um for us we willingly did it. For me, nine eleven, being from New York, you know, I was in fifth grade, I, you know, I'll never forget when the teachers turned on the T V yeah. is a big part of why I wanted to go into the military for my whole life. You know, because I was what, ten years old when that happened? We were young, um, yeah, because I think I was in fourth grade. And, and I, I love that analogy of they wanted the 100-year war, right? The global war on terrorism. What is the global war on terrorism? We don't even fucking know anymore we've been in it for so long, mm-hmm. right? There's terrorism fucking everywhere. But look what they did. Look what they destroyed. Something that, that, that brought our country together, right? And they thought that they had fucking hit the heart of our country. And they did it, man. All they did was they poked the fucking bear, man. They didn't stab us in the heart. They poked the fucking bear. Because what we built... In that fucking spot now, when you go there and you see it, and you see the Freedom Tower, and you see the giant fucking monument waterfalls that they have with the names there, yeah. it's, it, it's something that you look at and you're just like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Look what we built. You thought that you were destroying so You thought you were stabbing us in the heart? No, you just fucking awoke in the beast, man. And an analogy on something like that, man, is I love it, you know? I hate it and I love it at the same time because, yes, it's a horrible thing that happened, but it gave so, so many people so much momentum to say, I'm going to stand up for what's right mm-hmm. and go and do something. And if I never joined the military, I'd probably be in public jail right now because... I think I, I might too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we all probably have that thought a couple times within our lives. Like, well, I wonder where I'd be if I didn't join. That'd be... Uh... That'd be nerve-wracking to find out, but hey, we're coming right up on 50 minutes, brother. Man, it's been fun not only chatting with you today, but just being able to become your acquaintance, getting to chat with you, you know, the couple times leading up to the episode. I'm really blessed with this podcast because, you know, I like we 
we're just talking about building your team and your network of really like-minded individuals, people that you can trust, people that we're not even, we're across the country and we have this camaraderie like we serve together almost. And it's just, I can't thank you and everyone else that listens and comes on the show just for what it's doing for me in my life. And I can't wait to just literally keep helping the masses with this however I can. Expanding from this show, obviously, into like bigger and better things over time. The show's always going to be here, but just building off of it to continue helping more and more people. So, Robbie, it's been a, a, an absolute pleasure, man. And thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, man. It's been fun, man. You and Mike, thank you. And um, I hope everybody continues to listen to, to, to what um, you know you guys have to say. Definitely. Uh, the thing with, with, Mike's, with Mike's podcast is... I'll kind of shout, shout him out also. The transitions from more podcasts. The yes. website's down, I think. So I think we should contact Mike and see what's going on with that. I was on it. I was on it today, actually. I just don't know if it's current. But yeah, I mean, I was on it because I was looking for your interview on there. But because yeah, I, I went to go look like two days ago, and the web page didn't load. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like anybody that's trying to look at that one, it's not out yet. But I'm gonna contact Mike and I'll find out. Yeah, we'll I'll get that out too. Transitionsfromwar.com. That's where you'll find that other one too. It's a great, great podcast. Great guys over there, too. Uh, real quick, too, Robbie, did you want to throw out anything in relation to metrics? Or um, do you have, like, some sort of code or something like that? How does that work with um, your partnership there? I mean, it, should people just go to their website? How can they go get the stuff that you're using? Okay, so um, anybody could contact me about, like, what I take from metrics, like what my daily stack looks like. It's kind of crazy. Um, but you could find them at metrics.com. You could, uh, you could shop their products. You could find the metrics like literally everywhere, man. It's in, it's in like CBS and Walgreens. Okay. Right Aid. I think, I think Walmart has some metric stuff. But, um, most importantly, right now, until December 31st, I believe, there's a, uh, there's a 15% discount through Amazon. Okay. So if you, use a link I have, I think I put it on Facebook and I'll throw it up on Instagram. We'll put it on the show too. Can I put it out? Okay. Um, again, it's directly hooked to Amazon. So if you order from Amazon, you get 15% off, which is pretty freaking awesome. But yeah, the partnership with Metrics is just literally, it's the products and supplement vitamins that I use. So anybody that's interested in what I use, don't hesitate to, to contact me. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of people say, they talk to me now, like, you know, I was intimidated to contact you. I was hesitant to contact you. I'm like, you know, I'm just regular guy. People have a lot of fear when they try to approach somebody they don't know. And- I don't know why there's all this pent up like anxiety and fear when they, they talking to strangers. Shot, man. I mean, that's, that's the, the best the best thing I could say to anybody is just shoot the shot. Always shoot the shoot shot. shot, man. Don't ever fucking sit back and be like, no, you know, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to this with anything, man, with anything, yeah. because you're not going to get anybody anywhere if you're just if you're just laying back saying, okay, it'll come to me, it'll come to me. It's never going to come to you on this other fucking ladder. You got to take your shot. Always take it. So, take your shot like 150 times a day, too. I, I mean, dude, like you, too. You were like, hey, if anybody has an idea or anybody wants to talk about something, you know, this is my podcast. Hit me up and, you know, we'll create something. I'll bring you on the show and you can talk to me. You know, I think people are just afraid to, to, to put their voice out there. Yeah. But um, We'll help them. Said, people, <laughs> people have to stop being afraid of shit. Yeah, that's true. And, and we'll help you get there if you, if you reach out to us. I promise. So, hey, we're going to cut it, Robbie. Thank you so much. I'm not hanging up on you. I'm just going to end the recording.